Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about all things insurance, including current events, trends, and strategies for success for independent agencies and carriers. Each episode provides listeners with tips and tricks you can immediately implement from Rick and other leaders from across the industry. And now, here's Rick. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, the VIP. I am the host, Rick Fox. And today, yes, one of our world famous insurance, a topic that I think is near and dear to everybody's heart, especially in the last 12, 12-ish months as we head into 22 and everyone starts to look at hiring. The, the question on everybody's mind is how do we attract new, new people into the industry? How do we get young talent, new interest in insurance and in particular if you're asking in your company your agency so again i i i love the fact that vertifor my company is very active socially uh, as it relates to well most platforms but linkedin is where i spend most of my time and we did a poll like i think it's probably been about three weeks ago now but when we started analyzing the data on it but we did a poll on linkedin uh, and the question basically was, what can insurance do to attract new workers to our industry? So what I want to do is I want to kind of give you the top three responses in order. And then I want to give you my sort of my take on it, my slant. So again, the question, what can insurance do to attract new workers to our industry? And the number one response by quite a distance, quite a distance was more remote or hybrid work options. So as you're hearing these things, I want you to think about it in two ways. Number one is, uh, what does it mean to your company, to your agency, to your business? And if I say it, do you feel you can say, oh, that's doesn't, that doesn't apply to us? Or, oh, okay, yeah, we should probably be better at that. I would say that the, the thought there is, if, if you're thinking of it personally, does it impact you? Does it impact your agency? Does it, is it something you would say? Right. So look at it from two perspectives. So the first one, again, is more remote slash hybrid work options. Does your agency have that? Does your agency acknowledge that the world is completely different than it was just two years ago as it relates to the work environment, the, the, the office environment, the expectation of customers, the expectation of our, our employees? And that's what this is. So I also want to just give a grain of salt with these three answers. Most of the people that follow us on LinkedIn are insurance people. So are they answering this question or this survey in how it is impacting them or on how it is impacting potential new people into the industry? So you can take that however you want, but far and away, the number one response was more options in the work environment. Number two was to increase diversity and inclusion practices by quite a, quite a margin as well. So that tells me that one of two things, either current employees are feeling that there is a lack of diversity and inclusion, or that the people that happen to pop on here that are looking to get into the industry have been out looking and feeling like there is a number that like a, a feel that it's it's not where it should be as it relates to diversity and inclusion. I think this one is big. And I think it's part of the culture of the of the old world of insurance. And I think it's something that needs to be addressed by every agency. I really do. Every agency needs to take a hard look at 
are we doing everything we can to not just be open to it, but proactively changing the way we look at, at diversity, the way we look at inclusion as an organization. I think it's super important. Uh, and then the third one was internships and apprenticeships. So this one does feel like it comes from either people that are already working in the, in the industry and saying, I think we're missing the boat that we don't have interns or apprentices working here, or people that are looking to get into the industry that would love to have an internship. So most of you probably know, we just made an acquisition in the last few months of an organization called Agency Zoom. Agency Zoom is awesome company, now part of the Vertifor family. But one of the things that they do that's way cooler than most companies I've seen is they are in Columbus, Ohio. For those of you that don't know, Columbus, Ohio is where Ohio State University is and the surrounding areas. There is like five or six other universities within a very, very close proximity. And they have done an amazing job of having interns from the local universities as part of the way they do their business. It's part of their business model. And I've said this a million times, and some, some of you have taken me up on it. But if you're like, ah, I don't really know how to do that, send me a note on LinkedIn, and I can connect you with somebody over at Agency Zoom, or we can have the conversation, and we can walk you through how to do it. But think about that. Think about what that does in the community, what it says about your organization. This doesn't apply to all because you might need to find interns that aren't at the local college if you live in an area where there isn't a local college. But that is a very, very good way to look at it. So again, to recap, the top three responses to the poll question, what can insurance do to attract new workers to the insurance industry? Number one, more remote hybrid work options. Number two, increased diversity and inclusion practices. And number three, internships and apprenticeships. So those are the three things that you, the, the pollie, responded with. And I, I agree with all of it. I want to give you my three things that I think are how we define and really laser focus in on young new talent, and ways that you can hit all three of those things that I said by doing these things. So number one, and I want you to acknowledge these within your organization, whether you are at the leadership, somewhere in the middle of management, or no leadership position, but you just have a daily job that you do. Everyone needs to get involved. So the number one thing is employee experience. You've heard me talk about this before, mostly as it relates to customer experience, but this is specific to your employees. How do we get more people interested? We make sure that what we are selling, or in this case, presenting as a job opportunity, is something that someone wants to come do. What does our tech stack look like? Do we have a presentation? If you sat down at a desk right now, think about it yourself even. If you sat down at a desk in your office would it feel like 2022? What is your environment? Again, does that mean re remote? Does that mean hybrid? Does that mean there's a great feel to the, the time that you are in the office? And environment is very closely related to what you know, if you listen to this ever, is one of my most cherished opinions on business, which is what is the culture? So if I want an employee experience, I need something that looks technologically like we're in the year 2022. I need an environment. And that, again, that can be 
how often I'm there, where I go. And then thirdly is I need a culture. I need to feel empowered. I need to feel like I can learn and grow with an organization. Are you checking all of those boxes in your current organization? If you are an employee, is your organization checking all those boxes for you? These are really big points. And this is the difference between the agency that says, yeah, we really didn't grow this year because we just couldn't get the seats full. We didn't have enough people to service or sell. And the agency that says, man, we created an incredible employee experience. And I've got, you know, I got people waiting to come work for us. Think about the difference in that and what your day looks like. I can tell you from experience at Vertifor, hiring right now is insane. If you look at the marketplace and the, the, the great resignation, as it's been called, and you've heard me say that, it's crazy out there. But I'm guaranteeing you that if you put an employee experience in front of people, there's a much better chance that of the three, four, 10 jobs they're looking at, yours is the one they'll choose. An employee experience that is good, maybe fun, empowered, whatever the word you want to use to fill in there. That's key to going back to those three things that people are talking about. That's how you solve them. Number two, and this is a big one, because I think in this industry, we've, I, I thought about this for a while and I thought, I think what we do is we think about it in terms of how we've always done it. And we've always sort of been like, hey, Bill, you know anybody in the industry is looking for a job? Oh, I know Susan over at this, this place or she just stopped working and blah, blah, blah. And we've always been able to find people to work. So number two is broaden your net. Let me give you examples. I, I used universities before. Are you talking to the schools? Are you working with the schools, maybe through internships, job boards, things like that? Are you putting your organization out there at the universities? Number two is recruiting firms. It's crazy to think about that, right? To think I have to pay someone to go find someone to work for me. Good insurance guy, like a guy like Tony Canyas. Tony's a podcaster. You probably know him. He works in, this is just one example, but he works at Jacobson Group. They are an insurance-specific recruiting firm, and they're not the only one. Have you taken that step? Because if, if you and I were having a conversation and you said to me, yeah, I'm really struggling to find good employees, and I mean, my first question would be about employee experience, but if I didn't, I would ask you, have you talked to any recruiters? And if you said no, then you haven't really tried that part. So I think it's important that we look at that from that perspective, maybe something we've never done in the past, but maybe important for us to do it now. And then the other thing is, is and I mentioned this on a podcast a few weeks ago, is the, the what's called the insurance fraternity, gamma, iota, sigma. Say it one more time, gamma, iota, sigma. Another great way through the universities, but specific to a fraternity that is about young folks that want to be in insurance. Have you connected with them? Which leads me to my third point, which I'm sort of alluding to in one and two, but my third point is you need to be way more proactive, way more. And think about it in these terms. Again, five years ago, seven years ago, 20 years, whatever, you could always find an employee. You pay, the industry pays pretty well. People are always like looking for jobs. 
that's all changed. So now you have to change that. So that is, again, that this is sort of acknowledging number one and two, which is the employee experience and broadening your net, your search. But it also means things like what, what's appealing about your organization? Are you doing PR and marketing for your workplace? Are there either, whether that's either your internal folks, how do they feel? Like what, what's the employee, again, employee experience. If you ask 10 of your employees, if they enjoy working there and would tell their friends and they say, oh, no, this place sucks. It's not really the environment that you're creating that's good for employee experience. And it's not the right PR and marketing you want for your workplace. So being more proactive as it relates to that, making yourself more desirable as a job, as a place that people can go for a job slash career, it makes a big, big difference. So what PR, what marketing are you doing for your organization? And ideally, that's very positive PR and marketing. Are you part of user groups, community groups, networks, other ways to find, proactively find where people might be looking for jobs? Organizations that merge with other organizations and people, you know, we, we cut five people or so-and-so that used to be here two years ago is looking for a job again now. They went on maternity leave or paternity leave, never came back, would like to come back now, uh, but we don't have a spot. Oh, we do. Let me talk to that person. User groups. That means like, you know, like NetView if you're a Vertifor user. If you're part of a network, working through them, proactively finding the right talent. And the third thing, which hopefully you're already doing, but as it relates to proactivity is community involvement. What are you doing out in the community that's telling people not only what you're doing from an insurance perspective is cool, which I'm hoping you're all doing, but working with you, being a part of that is awesome. It's awesome. That's the proactivity. So uh, I'm going to put a little bow on this. I'm, I'm hoping, I mean, it would be great for those of you that are listening or that you're like, well, we really haven't felt the pain of the hiring or the or not bringing in youthful talent. Well, you are the minority in this, in this conversation. But if that's the case, still probably listen in on this and start to move in that direction because the world has changed. For the rest of you, this is really, really the stuff, the stuff you need to be watching for is what is my hybrid remote work option vibe look like, feel like for today's talent that I want to bring in? What, have I, what am I doing to increase diversity and inclusion and my practices around that? And finally, like, have I, even, have I even looked at internships, apprenticeships, ways to get people in, teach them about the industry? And then hopefully they, that translates into full-time, long-term employees. And then I gave you the three ways to do it. Employee experience. Take a, look at, take a look in the mirror. Does it feel like something that's awesome? Like you'd want to come work there. If I sit down, does my computer set up and, where, and how I work on a daily basis feel like 2022? Have I created an environment? Again, back to remote work. Is, what, what, is, what do people need? And that bleeds into culture. And what kind of environment? Are people feeling empowered? Is there growth opportunity, et cetera? Broaden your net. Be more proactive. This is, these, are, these are now the table stakes for being prepared to backfill as we have 
older, more experienced people start to retire out or retire early or just leave to try something new, we need to be ready on the backside. Again, as I always say, any more questions on that, please reach out to me, direct message me on LinkedIn. Hopefully we're already connected, but if we're not connect with me there, always make sure, please be subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, go to vertifor.com, go to resources and click on the podcast tab and subscribe there as well. We are always, always grateful for everybody that listens in, especially on these insurance where we're hoping we're just, we're giving information that helps you look through a different lens and helps you run your business, helps you live in this industry a little bit more successfully. Uh, we really appreciate all the support. Continue to have great success in 2022, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast and tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe and join in on the conversation on LinkedIn and Twitter at Vertifor.